Hello and welcome to the Lakerside Chats. I am your host as always, Alan Ramich, bringing you three guests today from the Under the Bus podcast. I'll shout out the first one. He is a, I'd say he's a semi-regular contributor to the Lakerside Chats. Naz, welcome to the show, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic, brother. Thanks for having me again. You know, like, uh, it's good to not be suspended. And it's, <laughs> it must be nice. It must be nice, you know, like, uh, just keep my fingers crossed. I don't get suspended anytime soon. But yeah, I'm having a, I, I've been good, brother. Thanks for having me. So, an, an, an unnamed source said about Nas, he's a crazy fucker, but I still follow him. <laughs> so that's how you know that I like the dude. <laughs> I'll tell you who it is later. <laughs> <laughs> the second guest is one of the co-hosts of the Under the Bus podcast, Clay. Clay, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having us on. I know. It's, it, 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 it feels long overdue, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just going to have to make sure that we kind of tone things down from our normal craziness. Yeah, like, nice. please don't make. We should turn it up. Come on, man. <laughs> Nas says the craziest stuff on my podcast. <laughs> it's all jokes, guys. It's all jokes. Well, <laughs> not really, but yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 last but not least, it's Mister Angel himself. Merge, Mega merge. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm. Oh my god, I'm, I'm doing well, Alan. Thanks for having having us on. It feels weird. Uh, being the the guest, <laughs> you know, Clayton doesn't have to. You don't have to introduce and segue everything. I know, I know. Yeah, and and That's also I'm today. I, I'm I'm uh, patiently waiting for the uh, Nas to get a season desist letter from Dua Lipa's manager or something. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, he'll get free merch. Hey man, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably a life goal of mine, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's him. Uh, it, it's it, it's a Dua Lipa. It's uh it's uh, Alexa, uh, uh, Alexa uh, Demi and uh and Sydney Sweetie. <laughs> Any of those? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, I, <laughs> just like I just gotta say, these views are not representative of the Laker side chats. <laughs> Um, Nas is just a contributor here. This is all satire. What he says, yeah. we, we in no we in no way condone it. Yeah, but you also but don't. Uh, it's a free country. Yeah, but you're also not telling people not to do it either. You know. If I'm gonna get sued, I am. <laughs> just straight off. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Listen, allegedly. US Lipo laws are great. You just had allegedly before everything and it saves a lot. Yeah. I mean, with with uh America right now, a judge just said it was okay to post nudes as as free speech, apparently. So I mean <laughs> we'll we're, we're uh anything is anything is please don't do it, Nas. Don't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. so, Nas, don't be sending nudes into the DMs, man. Like we don't need. We that. don't need it. Hey, hey. To, to be honest with you, I'm I'm glad that none of you guys send any nudes in our DMs. Oh, yeah. to God, I, I will that's, leave. That's that. two podcasts in a row. We've talked about this. We talked about with Raj. I will yeah, leave. I will leave that chat hey. so quick. I swear to God, dude. Okay. With, with Raj, though, it's it's justified. He he'll listen to this later, 
and he'll hear us talking smack and he'll still just be shaking his head like damn it guys like <laughs> like you guys gotta stay out of my likes you gotta just stop looking at that nah man we're we're on to you you, you horny bastard like we're on to you <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell my parents to skip this episode. <laughs> oh my god! Too many, inside, too many inside jokes, guys. Too many inside jokes. Oh my god! Shout out to to Raj, by the way. Great, dude. great dude. We we love you. We love you, Roger. We love you, Roger. <laughs> the, horn, like the horniest guy ever. <laughs> Like, like, why is this dude's likes all over my timeline? Like the like half naked chicks all the time. It's like, <laughs> I wonder if Ron so, like ass for the day. Oh man, we, we, we got off. So for the first quick. time, listeners out here, yeah. we this is a Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Is it? <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> like, look, Ron is oh. like the Kurt Rambis of a uh, of. of <laughs> <laughs> Like, I kid you not. Did you guys listen to the episode of Aaron Lasso? No, 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 no. I, I, I listened to part then of it. Go back and listen to it, and you can hear the undertones of what Aaron keeps on saying to Raj. It's hilarious. <laughs> Just essentially calling him a horny bastard without saying it. No, no, but he's telling him not to do it. No, he's basically telling him to get a burner. <laughs> <laughs> Bookmarks, man. We love, we love you. We love you, Raj. You know, can't wait to have you podcasting with us again. <laughs> but yeah, the Lakers played last night. We are recording this on Wednesday. Um, you know, we beat the Raptors. We can touch on that game later. On a whole, I do want to focus on one gentleman in particular, um, purely because the past, I think, ever since LeBron went down, he's had some rough stretches in games. But I think, on the whole, he's been really good. And also, you know, it justifies not trading him for Kyle Lowry. Um, Mr. Taylor Horton Tucker, right? Like, you know, his shot's developing. He started using his left hand occasionally. It's not just like complete aversion of the left hand. I'll throw it to you first, Merge, because, you know, you are, I, I alongside Clay, you, you are like the number one THT stand in the entire world. Um, <laughs> how impressed are you with this recent stretch of Taylor Horton Tucker's? Yeah, um, it's uh, more of consistency than anything. We've seen him have these kind of games individually by themselves, but now he's showing um, actual, like, doing it on a consistent basis. Um, it, I think I saw somewhere, three, three straight games where he scored over 15, mm-hmm. uh, 15 a game. Uh, he The jumper is coming a little bit. It, it's still a little rough. Um, it, he it's not the best yet, but I mean that's that's what off seasons are for. He still hasn't had a full off season. Uh, he was hurt in his, in his rookie year, uh, so he couldn't play summer league. He couldn't do any of that, and then it's been a COVID, and so he didn't have a full full off season. Um, so just imagine him having a full off season with with Phil Handy, and how much better that can make him. Uh, I think the thing that I've been impressed impressed with the most recently is his uh, passing. Uh, I think some people kind of think he isn't the greatest passer in the world, but he makes some really impressive reads. Um, sometimes he makes them a little too late or a little too early, and people aren't, re- aren't really expecting him or are ready for them. Um, but I think, and I, I've said this since he came into the NBA, I think he's most effective when the ball's – he's at least one of the two main ball handlers on the court. And mm-hmm. he's shown when he's, he's able to 
run the offense a little bit, he can really finish around the rim at a pretty league, like a good for the league rate. And he's getting to the rim really well, and he's finishing the rim really well, even though he finishes 95% of the time with his right hand. Obviously, having that wingspan helps it a lot. But, yeah, I've, I've just been really impressed, and it's been uh, timely, to say the least, after all the uh, the trade deadline stuff happened and a lot of Laker fans decided to to crap on THT. Uh, and he's proven what we, we all kind of knew about him already, but it's just more, more consistency, which is the biggest thing with him. I'm going to divert this conversation on a slightly different path before I ask you this question, Clay. Now, looking back at what the Raptors wanted for Kyle Lowry, which was Schroeder, KCP, and Taylor Horton Tucker. I mean, no, and, it's, a, it's a no-brainer and that picks. the Lakers... And, and picks. Uh, and picks, too. Yeah, you're right. It's a no-brainer <laughs> that the Lakers didn't do this move because Schroeder's been really good since LeBron and AD have both been out. KCP has shown flashes. It was really good in that Philly game and ever since he's you know been up and down, to say the least. I'm so glad they didn't move move any of those guys now, especially THC. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I I had talked about it on our podcast, obviously, about how I thought that was too much, you know. Kyle Lowry turned just turned 35, you know, and how how long is you know he going to be as effective as as he is now? We don't we don't know. I mean, and then of course he comes down or come come to find out he's got like an infection in his toe or foot or whatever. Um like yeah. that's that's like not good. I mean, that like, like I mean, who knows how long that lasts? Was it you said? Did you joke out? I didn't actually see that. I'm pretty sure it was a joke. Nazi, you had said it on Twitter. You're joking about that. He doesn't have to have gout. It's just some. I think, I think it is a. I think it is a fungal infection. Though, no, it was a. It was, reading. it was an ingrown toenail, bro. It oh, okay, so, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so then then yeah, it became a became like a full blown infection then. Yeah. So I mean, like that's obviously something that no one can control obviously hmm. but i mean now he's i mean he's out I'm sorry to interrupt play but you can just cut your toenails on like a prompt <laughs> well i mean current, right? that yeah yeah you cut your toenails you nasty bastards um but uh yeah i i had a hard time with that that deal anyways because yeah kyle lowry is better than all three of those dudes full stop right now but but you would have him for maybe that you would have him for this year. And then maybe the next two, three years, depending on if he signed an extension with you. And then mm-hmm. after that, you know, it's, you know, he's not, he's probably retiring at the end of that contract. And who knows again, how good is he going to be? And Taylor Horton Tucker, not even 21 yet. Right? No, no. So 20 in December. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, still super young, and you could have him for the next decade. Would you rather have Kyle Lowry for, you know, the next two and a half months, you know, or would you rather have THT for the next decade? And maybe THT never reaches the the heights of what Kyle Lowry was, but Kyle Lowry isn't the heights that he once was either, you Mm -hmm. know. He's played most of the the games this year, hasn't he? I mean, and that that team has been... been that and COVID stuff. They've been yeah. kind of everywhere. So, I mean, like, that that Toronto team is garbage now. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're what, 15 and 30, I think it was something like that? Like, it's just, yeah, they're just not very good. They've got, you know, Kyle Lowry, who everyone was saying we'd come in and they make him the clear, you know, title contenders. 
Well, he's not even contending for the eighth spot in the East. Hmm. In the East, you know? Like, I know the East has gotten better, but I don't know. Um, but as as for, like, THT, he, he has it, he's had an up-and-down year for sure. But the last four of six games, he has had phenomenal stretches. Um, against Orlando and Milwaukee, he actually wasn't great. One for, three, one for three and one for four. But the other nights, he's had at least six buckets on 10 to 14 shots. So overall, he's putting you know, the ball in the ball in the basket. That's all we can really ask for. Denny, he, I mean, he even led the Lakers <laughs> for in the first, first time in his career. Yeah. In scoring. Yeah. And for a 20 year old who we've been saying that if he was in like Charlotte, right, he would be starring next to LaMelo ball, mm. you know, or if he was in another, another bad, if he was in Memphis, for example. Yeah. If Memphis, him and, and Ja would be destroying worlds, you know, just at, you know, as they build for the future. So I don't know. He's, I, I do get the other, that, that side of wanting to win now, but if, if Braun is wanting to play with Bronny, he's going to be here for a while. He's going to mm-hmm. be on the Lakers for a while. So yeah, you want to, you want to compete for titles. This team's competing for a title now without mm-hmm. making that deal. There was no need to give up three rotation players for one rotation guy. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like you were getting Lowry and Norm Powell or Lowry and Matt Thomas before they shipped him off to what Utah. Um, it wasn't like you were getting Lowry and Chris Boucher or OG or whatever. It was just Kyle Lowry, 35 year old Kyle Lowry, who again, Good player. We've talked about him, you know, Merge and I in the past of just how good Kyle Lowry is. But I don't know if that was really the move to truly put you over the top, you know, of, of, you know, in a, in a, in the final, say like for the finals against the Nets. I don't know how much that's really putting you over, over the top of them when you're losing two guys to, to help defend, you know, and, you know, how how are you getting those other picks? Because it was, what, the 2027 pick that they wanted? And then yeah. possibly an additional pick. What, are you trying to move Caruso for a first again this year mm-hmm. to to then get another pick? Why? And, that, and that's another guard who you can defend yeah. the, the yeah. with. So I, I, I'm, I'm glad that move wasn't done just because I think it was too much. Masai try, like, tried to see if... If Palinka would flinch in, Palinka didn't. Thankfully, he didn't Thankfully. flinch, like you say. So I want to throw to you, Nas, because there is still a certain um, section of Laker fans who are skeptical over Rob Palinka. And I just want to ask you, you're laughing because you know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think he played... And especially seeing the buyout guys that we got, and we'll touch on the second guy later. Obviously, we got Andre Drummond being the first one. I think he's done a phenomenal job again of like not overpaying for guys and keeping the squad together when realistically, Dennis Schroeder, I think if you just look at this year, I think Kyle still a better player, but I think Schroeder's been better this year. So I I think here this is what I think. I think Rob has done an excellent job. Like I from la- I used to be uh, really tough on him, like you know. I, I, I was, so did we all? Yeah, 
And it's funny too because I got called out because why are you like him now when you didn't like him uh, two years ago or wanted him fired? It's like, dude, why are you singling me out? Like, like ninety five percent of like, everybody yeah. wanted him fired, yeah. right? Anyway, so uh, that being said, like after last year's buyout market, I was like. I'll never question this dude again. Because even last year, I was like wondering, like, well, how come he's not making a move? This is ridiculous, right? And then, like, now that I see it, it's like, oh, okay, I see it now. It's like, all right, whatever this guy does, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll roll with it. And you know what? Lo and behold, like, I, I didn't think that. I think the trade would have made us better if it happened. Like, it would have made us better for the present. But that's assuming that Kyle Laurie's healthy. And he hasn't been healthy. That's the thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's number one. Number two, uh, I think, like, uh, it it doesn't matter. Even if he's healthy, it all depends on how LeBron and AD are. If LeBron and AD are not good, it we're with or without Laurie, we don't win. Period. So, are you willing to trade all these guys for a dude who might not necessarily make a difference, right? Because you're 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 getting you're giving up uh three rotation guys and your future because we're not just talking about THT here. Masai like thought he was Tony Montana and wanted to get like uh, <laughs> wanted to get like draft picks too. Like why would you mortgage your future for uh for a present that isn't even a shirt? You know what I mean? So to me, why uh, I I think Polinka did it well. Like he uh he played his cards right. Like he uh he stood his ground. And he, uh, and, and now because like he knew that we were going to get buyouts, right? Because there's also that clutch connection. Okay. Like he knew that no matter what we're getting somebody and we did, we got two guys that are going to help us out. And so we didn't subtract from our team. We, uh, we, we added without giving up anything. You know what I'm saying? That's the, you know, mm-hmm. and we didn't mortgage, mortgage our future. And, uh, to be honest, like it's interesting now. Cause it's like, we haven't been we haven't been bad like you know like we'll get to that later but we've been pretty solid the the since the trade deadline and you know like i, I can't say anything bad about that like uh to me uh, rob is a top three uh gm and if you said that he's the best gm in the in the nba right now i, I wouldn't fight you i wouldn't fight you about it I, are you telling me that lawrence frank sorry sorry clay i just need to make a funny comment and then and then you can go are you telling me that lawrence frank general manager of the year is worse than rob palenka uh you know what i, I think i might be yeah <laughs> 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 the, the funny thing also is that like now like lawrence frank is like copying the lakers blueprint now they're like trying to oh, get man. all the, the old uh Lakers. like you got boogie and rondo like all right so, okay. Hey, man, Boogie and Rondo are better than Trez and Dennis Schroeder, I've been told. Apparently. They, right? they, yeah. oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, apparently. So there, yeah. there was a, some Clipper fan that was – it just showed up on my timeline, and I, I saw that. There's there multiple was, of them. Yeah. There was, yeah. <laughs> like, face it. Face face. Bo- <laughs> Boogie, Boogie Cousins, the dude that couldn't even, like, play legit minutes in Houston – when they after even after they had traded James Harden, that boogie, yeah, better better than even we all know like of the of the under the bus podcast. I'm the hater of Trez, yeah, but big time <laughs> slender clay yes. for it on the timeline. But <laughs> are you serious? Better than Trez? Oh my word, gosh, Clippers fans are stupid, man. That's incredible. Yeah, Rond- yeah. Rond- <laughs> like you may get playoff Rondo, but then you have to deal with. 
regular season Rondo as well, which is not good. And even though Rondo had minutes, it wasn't like good minutes in the playoffs. He wasn't even the Lakers like third, fourth, sometimes even fifth best player. He just wasn't bad. That's the thing. A lot of the times he just wasn't bad. He wasn't a complete detriment to the team. But for the Kyle Lowry thing, if LeBron thought this was the move to make to win another championship, the Lakers would have flipping had Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Period. They would have given up whatever need that needed to be given up in order to have him. That's the entire point. Like, I know, like, the whole joke of, you know, LeBron GM or GM LeBron or whatever. I get that. And, like, there's some truth to it, obviously. But if he wanted that done, you know, Polinka would have been like, all right, I'll get it done for you. Hold on. Another thing, too, is uh, so who's THT's agency? Clutch. Okay. Yeah. No, no, guess, no. Yeah. Guess, so LeBron. Guess, Le- guess what just happened too with Clutch. <laughs> yeah. What's, Le- what's LeBron going to do? No, no, no. Go ahead. Like, uh, you don't have to uh, consult with us when it comes to Clutch clients. Like, with uh, we're, we're trading like THT. Like, you know, dude, they they already okayed uh, K- KCP. They were, they're that secure. Clutch is that secure with uh, with THT. And I'm sure that Clink was like, you know what? I don't want to trade him either. I'm, I'm sure it's collaborative effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they both like it, you know? So, AD, like, AD clutch too. So, like, these dudes know him better than than the, you know, general fans on the timeline. Right. Even if the, even if those general Half fans. Half clutch. Yeah. Half the team is clutch. Yeah. At, at this point. Players. Yeah. And like, just literally. Like, what, what, are, what are we, t- like, what are we doing? Like, come I mean, just on. common sense, guys. Come on, dude. Like, you know, like, it's like at the be- at, at, at the very least, we're, we're talking about guy, like, we, they have to consult with, uh, with Clutch, AD, and LeBron. And this is documented, okay? This is not just speculation. This is actual fact. LeBron, uh, uh, Palenka says that because he, he knows it's good business to always consult with your fan. I mean, with your, with your superstars. That's a lot of, that's what a lot of organizations don't do. They don't, not, and, they're, uh, with their, uh, uh stars. And, we and <laughs> if, 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 if LeBron wasn't okay with it, or or whatever. Like it, it's not that LeBron is saying no, we can't trade any clutch players. They were going to trade KCP last year, who is a clutch guy. So it's not just because THT is clutch. It's because they legitimately believe this dude is going to be what we all think he's going to be. Right. Of course, you know everyone wants to just bitch on the timeline about him all the time. I'm just like he's 20 years old. What were you doing it when you were 20? Like you weren't you weren't you weren't leading your NBA team in in points. That's for damn sure. It's funny too, because it's like I had uh, a bit of hair when I was twenty. You were what? A little. And, I had a little bit of hair when I was. 20. <laughs> and it, it's it, it's funny too. It's a little bit because, though. Like now he's like playing. He's been playing well for the past couple of weeks or so. And then like the people were kind of like like it's saying just it died down. Like oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're saying it like under their breath. Like they don't. Yeah. And we yeah. there's a certain stand base that does this in addition to the Laker. Uh, uh, part of the Laker fan base that does this, you know, and like, and the thing is, like, they don't think about like the the uh, the general well being of the franchise. They only care about what they think is good for LeBron, which is insane. You know what I mean? Because what's also good for Le- that's debatable of what's good for LeBron. Like, because LeBron 
knows what's good for LeBron, and LeBron thinks that THT is good for the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the, and he's good for the future of the team as yeah, well. It's, it, it boggles me, dude. It boggles my mind how ignorant like people who say that they know how LeBron thinks is pissed off that the Lakers kept THT, you know? Because it's not only just THT, it's also draft picks. It's like, guys. It's almost like, Nas, LeBron wants to extend his prime. Yeah, Almost. Almost. Like, almost. I I just want to transition. Sorry, Clay. No, no. Make the final point. Make the final point, and and then we'll transition over, because I think we have to touch on the next part as well, because I think it's really important. For sure. If he really wants to extend that peak or, you know, his, his longevity, continue with that, you're going to need young players, man. You can't constantly be doing that with 35-year-olds. You know, if he, really, if, he really wants, if he really wants to play with, with his son, you're going to need younger guys that, you know, can help carry the load. Oh, my bad. There you go. No, it's all right, because like you say, you know, it doesn't look like they're trending the direction of being high school eligibility in 2023. So the earliest Bronnies in the league is, what, 24? So what, LeBron will be 39 by the time that happens? And also, I don't see LeBron leaving the Lakers even then. Personally, I think this is his final stop. I think so, too. I think so, too. So I think we're in agreement in that, you know. Because it doesn't make sense for him to leave unless the Knicks ma- magically draft uh, uh, Ronnie, and then like he's like, all right, I got to go to the Knicks because he just wants to play in two places, either New York or LA. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You know, you're right about that. But also with CAA there in, in at the Knicks, they're not drafting Bronny. Yeah, they're not. No. They're not doing that. No. <laughs> they're not doing that. <laughs> Even if Bronny's the best player in the draft, they're still not drafting him. Oh. They'll go draft uh, Paul George's illegitimate kids wherever they are. Like, like, oh, I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. That was like, that was, whoa. <laughs> I might have to bleep that part out. No, I think you should keep it. I think you should highlight it. <laughs> base, base boosted. <laughs> so I, I want to transition over to him. Um, so it's been nine games since LeBron got hurt. The Lakers, miraculously, in my opinion, because of the amount of games we've had, not the strength of schedule, they've been four and five in that stretch. And I am, um, so essentially 500. They're at the fifth spot right now, basically tied with the fourth spot. I think this is all we could have asked for when LeBron went down, right? This is literally, they've, they've played hard in almost every single game. Um, they probably, if Danny Green decides, you know, not to be Danny Green from 2012 against the Lakers because, you know, he's butthurt that the fans don't like him. Um, if, if that doesn't happen, then, you know, the Lakers are probably five and four in this stretch, right? So I, I don't know about you guys, but, I, and we'll touch on the next part of why I feel so confident about this. I'm, I think we've rounded into form. I think we've helped. We steadied the ship since LeBron and AD have been out. And now, finally, we, we see light at the end of the tunnel. Be- oh. with, with LeBron and AD on the horizon, you, you can see a path to where the Lakers make a push towards the end of the season now. And they go right back up the, um, the uh, standings. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, 
people have started to play well that needed to play well. And at this point now, I'm really confident in the Lakers again. I think uh, the biggest make or break, I think Lakers just passed their biggest make or break moment with the whole Gasol situation. If that wasn't handled how it was, there's there might have been a darker way this season could have went uh, because it, for like a split second, it, it felt like there was some sort of division somewhere. Uh, and it, I don't know who, who it was. And it felt like Vogel wasn't making the best comments and it, he wasn't handling the situation as well as we have come to expect Frank handle this stuff. Uh, so, but now that Gasol, you know, I had that awesome game last night. He made those encouraging comments, uh, after the game about saying that he's willing to sit, he's willing to play five minutes, 10 minutes, he'll be ready to play regardless, which is like the biggest thing that we could have hoped for. But I, hopefully he does play on a consistent basis because he's just that good. But if he doesn't, there's no worry anymore that uh, Mark isn't going to be happy. So I think that's the most important part of the season with it seeming that AD is on the way in a, maybe a week or so and LeBron will be falling right behind him. So I just want to I just want to steal what Nas said in, in one of our group chats where Nas went, um, Andre Drummond getting his big toenail ripped off by Brook Lopez stepping on it was the best thing to happen to the Lakers in the past few weeks, right? Because I do think we were ending up in a situation where even if Gasol didn't get bought out, it would have been a prickly situation, right? I think it would have been because I think Gasol's been good this year when he's played. And again, mm-hmm. I think he had his best game by a mile yesterday, especially without LeBron and AD. Um, I'll throw it to you, Nas. Um, how do you feel about the Lakers right now? I mean, I feel great about it. Like, uh, I've, I've, I've gone over this with you like a million times in the in the chats and the, in the DMs, but like, I feel like they now they're trying to, like, they're rounding into form, at least the role players are. And I feel like maybe, I hope at least, that Vogel finally figured out that you have to play faster and start trying to outmath teams, you know, like uh, by outshooting, by by shooting a ton of threes. Like, he started to, yeah, like he he did it yesterday. Like this is the first time they shot forty uh, threes for the first time. Like, uh, thank God, dude, because I don't care if they miss it as long as you're trying because it'll, it'll, it'll unlock it for later on, right? You can't you can't get better at shooting threes if you don't even try them. So, uh, and they don't have the creators to uh to create and generate points they have to shoot threes to uh, uh to outscore uh other teams and i feel <laughs> like it's a good thing i feel like i've always felt good about the team in general i feel like the only mess up that they really had was that vogel like not being flexible when it came to uh, mark like i know what he's trying to do he's trying to like shoehorn so many minutes into drummond right because there's only so many games left in the in the season and he wants uh, Drummond to be on the same page as quickly as possible because he's a, like he's a key addition to the team, right? He's like the biggest addition that they had into the team. So they're trying to give him as many minutes as possible, and they already know that Mark's going to be okay. So, but but he but Vogel ignored the fact that hey, Mark's a pretty prideful dude, and he needs to like actually, and he's also still pretty good. So don't just cut him off completely. Make sure that you give him a, a minutes where he could actually contribute because he could still play. And I think that was Vogel's biggest mistake. Luckily, Brooke is clumsy and lost uh, and, and cracked, uh, cracked, <laughs> cracked Drummond's toe because, you know, now it's like, all right, well, oh, it's, it's sort of like that Thanos uh, uh, gif, you know, where like 
or meme where he's like, oh, where does that bring you? Back to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, uh, but, like, Mark's been, like, be- thank God that Mark was able to uh, get through all of this. And now he's, like, in the right frame of mind where, like, at- after he digested everything, he's like, oh, you know what? No, uh, I'm no matter what, I'm staying. And we're going to be fine. Like, uh, I'm excited, dude. Like, I really am. We're four, we're four and five. That's not, that's not a bad record at all, considering what we've been through. In two weeks, that's not bad. And uh, it, if we had like uh, more time to uh, to gel, I bet I would bet that we would probably have a better record than four and five. I agree. I definitely agree. Clay, I'll throw to you because you know we we, we are getting a lot of. Um, we'll transition over to the next point because I think Mark Gasol. And, I, and I'm sure you're of the same mindset as sort of all of us that, you know, we're not worried about the Lakers at all. And we haven't been like throughout any of it, you know, we've actually touched on it on your podcast multiple times, right? Like, you know, but so I'm still seeing stupid debates about who you'd rather have between Mark Gasol and Andre Drummond. And I think it's gotten to the point where I'm just going to have to start blocking people because it's just getting ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like Andre Drummond was objectively the best buyout candidate. Like, he was the best buyout guy in, like, the last few years, not just this year. And you get him, yeah. right? Like, obviously, if you if you ignore the stature of Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, and by the way, you know, that, that new game buzz that Aldridge had, it lasted for two games. He's been arse ever since. Sorry, Brooklyn fans, you know. Um, I just want to touch on you with that because I know you're very of the same mindset of uh, that I am in this point that why we like deliberating this, we've got both. Like, you know, it's, it, it's just, it's such a stupid, it's point. like that taco commercial of, of the little girl of why not both, you know, of this, this doesn't have to be an either or, you know, because as, as Nas was saying with Drummond, he's going to have to play a lot with these guys to get used to him while Mark has been with him since the offseason. Now, Mark also has to, as you know, a as a man, has to also realize I've been out with COVID for what? It was like 12 games or something like that, or at least it felt like it was forever. He's not going to be back to his normal self yet, so he's going to need to lower minutes as well. So that was, that was my thing of like, why are we, why are we like fighting over minutes, you know? And even at the beginning of the year, we weren't saying that Gasol was going to be a, a 30 minute a night guy. He should, he shouldn't probably be playing more than no. 18 to 21 minutes a game, you know? And when it comes time to the playoffs, it'll be matchup dependent, you know, because Mark, it defends like Joel, ridiculously well and he does really good Jokic. against Jokic as well while Drummond even though he's athletic and big and everything he does he hasn't shown to be able to defend those guys as well so the whole like debate of you have to have one or the other is just for idiots at this point I just I don't have time for that that's a lot of time why I'm not really on the timeline as much as I used to be it's why I'm in the in the you know the dms all the time talking with everyone because it's just it's it's always a bunch of morons that have no idea what they're talking about like does mark want to start yeah i'm sure mark does want to start but we have drummond a 27 year old 
two-time all-star say what you want to say about that but he is 27 years old he is a lot more athletic he also isn't breaking down in his body you know and hasn't had covid the last month or so so he's going to he's going to play more you know and i'm sure the lakers want to see if they could possibly get him on the cheap for the next couple of years as well he's not going to be getting that massive contract that he had gotten from detroit in the first place so there's shout out to Stan to Stan Van yeah. for that view. Yeah. So it's just the the whole whole mindset of Twitter of it's one or the other. No, it's not. And Mark to the bench makes some sense as well because him and Trez theoretically work well because on the offense on the offensive side of the ball, Trez can be the five. Mark can spread the floor as more of a four. But then on defense, flip flop it because Trez is more mobile and Mark is able to handle the bigs, even though Mark can only jump off the floor like three inches like he did. Uh, Four blocks, yeah, yeah, I mean, he got he, – because he is a, a Frank the Vogel, smartest the Frank Vogel dude of verticality, you know. He's just too smart for it. So I, I just – the whole – the whole, you know, it has to be one of the others. That's, that's for fools. Add that to the whole, of fools. The Raptors, the whole add that with all the uh, Mark should be bought out, buy out Mark stuff. I just sent something into the DM that you guys should see through. Raptor fans are very oh, against for, for Lakers, reference. even having Mark. I, I know S, the guy who tweeted it, and he tweeted it uh-huh. in a very jokey way. It wasn't uh-huh. like serious. He was making fun of the other Raptor fans for constantly saying it. Mm-hmm. Because he kept on taking like random screenshots of the game where he looked slightly unhappy, so he went, oh, "If you're gonna okay. pick, if you if you're gonna pick a screenshot where he looks unhappy, at least pick the right one." That that's what it was. He was just making fun of them because he's like, "There's no way, Mark, be, even if he got bought out." I just wanted, to, I just wanted to add, um, I just wanted to add context okay. to that. That's all. That, so, makes, that makes sense. And tw- Twitter no, needs so, a, a sarcasm bar or some joy. Like, oh, you can it, never, it you would can be never amazing. If you can just have like a sarcasm, like no, just like this, this tweet is sarcasm because <laughs> I, I, I called him up on it. Um, I, I laughed at it in the in in the DM that I'm in with him, and he went, "No, it's a joke." I was like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "Fine, whatever." Okay. <laughs> like you know. So. <laughs> anyway, Nas, I'll throw to you because you like calling out the idiots. Um, what do you make of people still debating whether they'd rather have Marcus Gasol or Andre Drummond? It really fucking pisses me off, dude. Like, this. All right, let's talk about the guys that they wanted in the first place. Okay, they wanted either Damian Jones. Hey, man, Damian Jones is a nice guy, but come on, dude, he's not. He's not. Hope he does well at the Kings. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks could have used him, but they didn't pick him up. All right, they picked a they picked up a seven foot soccer player and uh and some dude like uh who did they pick up like i forgot who it was man like it's a seven foot soccer player and like uh and and john henson who hasn't played in like god knows how long dude oh shit they did pick up john henson yeah uh they picked him up over damian jones all right like it's like they they could use a, a big and they didn't pick up uh they didn't pick up damian jones all right uh that's one thing like uh they're a playoff team and Damian Jones ends up on the Sacramento Kings. Okay, that's one thing. The other thing is also uh, Jang. Jang has been playing, has played two games so far with the Spurs and has uh, averaged three points and has committed four fouls in nine minutes in the last game. 
Like what, what add him to the PJ Tucker list. Yeah, what are we talking about here, dude? <laughs> like, you know, you, you try to you, you get the most talent that you can at any and like at, at any cost. And in our situation, it costs nothing because we got him for free. I, I don't know, man. And people people are just like trying to be uh try to try to seem smarter than they actually are. Like I, I think this year has shown a lot of people's asses, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> It was like the whole Caruso thing last year, where people acted like Caruso wasn't good. Well, they it, still act like that. It, it really, it really just showed. Well, yeah, but still, like but, they called me off as saying that Caruso is a good player. Yeah, it just shows how much people know about basketball. If you think Alex Caruso and Marcus All aren't good or aren't good anymore, you know, it's just you need guys like that on your team. Mark is so important to the the success of, in the playoffs. I think, especially if if we play a team like who I think we could meet in the Western Conference Finals at this point in the Denver Nuggets. Um, Jokic is, is – is, he's the Jokic guy. He's the Jokic defender more so than Dwight was last year. So he's, yeah, he's so even important. Yeah, yeah. Like, and to touch on your point, Merge, and then I'll throw it back to you straight away. I looked at um, basketball reference this morning just because I, I thought Caruso, you know, he started off really, really hot, obviously, to start the year. But then I thought, you know, he's been in a bit of a rut. So I thought he'd be at like 35 to 36 percent. Nope. 41.5 percent on almost two and a half shots a game from three. And that's with a stretch and, of like a month, a month and a half of like 25 percent from three, yeah. I believe. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you. Now to touch on the Raptor game, it was obviously – a blowout until the Lakers decided not to play anymore in the fourth quarter, which I found hilarious. Yeah. Um, it, especially without LeBron and AD, right? How nice was that look? And, and most yeah. of uh, most of the game without Trez. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we get into that. So, you know, Dennis Schroeder, credit to the guy, by the way, stops at OG Ananobi. And I know you won't say credit to him because you're a OG Stan Clay. I do love him. You know, we love you for it. We love you for love it, him. but you know. I, I love him too. Um, uh, it's not just Clay, it's just me too. But. <laughs> yeah, but but we like dogging on Clay for it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so so then Schroeder gives him a hard foul, but then obviously Schroeder does the right thing, in my opinion, where he tries to hold him up to stop him, you know, falling and potentially hurting themselves. And then, you know, OG Ananobi decides it's a 2021 Royal Rumble all over again and, you know, just completely body slams Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. And then Trez jumps in and, you know, wants to fight someone. And then it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, at that point it was Gary Trent Jr., right? That he, yeah, that he, that he was trying to square up with, which is hilarious. Which, which, you know, is hilarious because they're both close, clutch clients. And like you said, Gary Trent Jr. did not get a technical for that, which is astounding to me because the Raptors guys kept on going, oh, it's the third guy who got involved. Well, I was like, yeah, Gary Trent Jr. was the third guy who got involved. Like, what, what were you watching? <laughs> you know? So I texted Nas about this this morning when I watched the game again today. Um, I think this is the first time after seeing all the post-game stuff from Mark, from Dennis, from Trez, from all those guys, I think this is the first time this year I felt like the chemistry of this team is as close as possible to that team last year. Um, and I think that situation, while I think it was a minor one in the grand scheme of things, I think will help out a lot in the sense that I think that brought the guys a, a lot closer together. Like you could see Drummond, how how well he gets someone both Bron and AD on the bench. Mark seems to be a lot more, um, what's the word? Engaged. Uh, engaged on the bench with the guys. Um, I, I, I'm loving this team, and 
if anything, it gives me even more confidence in the guys. I'll throw it to you first, Merge. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think that added to the fact that LeBron and, and AD were both there and, you know, Drummond was there and everyone was kind of involved in this game. And I think even the 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 brawl, that, that was a major thing too that brought the team closer together as well because Montrez, you know, he that's just who Montrez is as a guy. If you followed him throughout his whole career, that's just the type of guy he is. And that's mm-hmm. what he, he does. He steps up for teammates no matter what. And Dennis appreciated that. You, you, you could see Dennis appreciated that. And then you have guys who are always like that in Wes Matthews and Alex Caruso and Dennis himself, who who gets who defends people like that as well. It, it just it really just builds camaraderie and it builds the. Um, I don't think anything will be as close as that team was last year. I think that's hard no, to top. That's why I said as close as. Yeah, there, the, there's there. That team was just like a, a special group uh, in terms of just chemistry. Um, but. It, it, it is the, the part part of the season that it feels like, okay, this is the Lakers team that we remember from last season. Just wait until AD is back and healthy because that's who I really missed this whole time. I, LeBron only oh, went out my. for like two weeks. I really miss watching Anthony Davis play basketball. So I, I, I want that guy back as soon as possible. So uh, before I throw to you next, Nas, uh, I'm fr- just in a group chat that I've got and – we're in the same mind about AD, me and this gentleman, where he said, AD might not be like the perfect one option to have on the team, but you put him alongside an engine of a t- team like a LeBron James, and he just becomes like the ultimate cheat code, right? Like he is totally can't guard him. Defensively, he disrupts all your plans as well, right? So, Naz, where, where do you stand on that whole incident last night? Because, I like, you know, we all know you love the chaotic shit. You, know, you, 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 you love the drama. I love the drama. I really do. No, <laughs> you can hear it in his voice as well. No, it's, it, it's funny too because it's like I'm as crazy as uh, some people felt about like oh uh, this se- season seems like it has more drama than like last year. I was actually pretty chill about it. Like this is me, right? Like the guy who like actually like likes the chaos and stuff. I'm actually uh, I was actually chill about it because to me it's like it's a long season. Uh, it's hard. It's it's unfair to compare from last year's to last year's chemistry because last year's chemistry was just like it's probably the paragon of uh, team for chem, uh, team chemistry, right? That I've never seen a team mm-hmm. have that kind of chemistry on any uh, on any level. You know what I mean? Like that's been the is one of the most together teams I've ever seen. Like shout out to Polinka for knowing that. Like he picked the team based on how these personalities were going to uh, mesh, not necessarily what's the best uh, talent for the team. Anyway, uh, so you have like. Yesterday, I felt like, uh, even though like a lot of people felt like, oh, you know, maybe they showed some, uh, they're finally showing me some some uh, togetherness and some uh, cohesion. I was like, well, yeah, like it, it does, but I was never worried in the first place. I felt like uh, that the team was already together in the first place, but it just yesterday was sort of like a spark that it needed too, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really that worried, and I think part of it also, a big part of it also, is that the fact that LeBron and AD were gone. And lo- when you lose, guys get pissed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, if they were winning, I don't think this is an issue. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't think it was an issue. Yeah. But it, I think it just – it's like the cherry on top of the cake, right? right? I think that's that's where I look at it from, like, the chemistry standpoint. And I'll, and I'll throw to you now, Clay, because um, I, I know that you're not Trez's biggest fan in the world, right? What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> Play? Wild, right? First, I'm hearing of this. 
<laughs> you could never guess this, Shocking. right? So, so what did you make of the whole thing? Because I know you're an OG stan and a, and a, and a Trez truth. No, I mean it, um, that was that was definitely that was definitely <laughs> on that was definitely on OG. Um, I'm I'm here for I'm here for all the chaos, just like Nas here. I am. It's entertaining it, to me, man. The, the one of my one of my favorite moment moments was actually a game that actually had Rondo in it and it had nothing to do with Rondo. It was all about Brandon Ingram running down the oh, court and punching Chris fall, Chris Paul in his face. <laughs> and I was here for all of it. And then it was so funny when people were like, Oh, he's going to get suspended like 15, 20, 25 games. I'm like he's going to get suspended like five. <laughs> and I think that's all it was. When he got spit about Yeah, three. yeah. Just that like, was when the whole the whole spit yeah, game. Spit game yeah, did he actually spit? Yeah. So no, like I, 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 I miss brawls in basketball. It's fun, you know. Shaq dunking on that white dude and then pushing him as he's you know coming down. That was always great. Um, <laughs> that one. <laughs> I don't. No one. I think that dude's like he's like he's like a senator now. Is he? Um, yeah, he is. I don't even know who. It, who yeah, I don't even know who it is. I mean. <laughs> I think his name is Chris Dudley. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, even his constituents have no idea who the hell he is. So, um, <laughs> so the only, the most important thing about his life is that he got dunked on by Shaq. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was dof- definitely on on OG. As as for like the camaraderie and everything, I going back to like when Under the Bus was like you know the Lakers Pulse podcast and the the backdoor cut and everything. Um, I've always had this like downplay of of how important um, chemistry is, and then last year kind of showed how important it was just through all all of everything that they went through, you know, with the shutdown and then playing in the bubble and yada yada yada. Um, so Kobe stuff, yeah, and the, definitely the Kobe stuff. Um, man, that just felt like a season all by all by itself. Just, and even China, yeah, dude. It, even the China. Oh my god, so, China! So much happened. China feels like the most minor. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, but you, I think, I think what all this is is it's so important because these guys do need to get on the same page because playoffs are now what they're only playing seventy five games. Seventy five games. So they they've only got what twenty games left, something like that. Maybe like six weeks. Into yeah. The playoffs, so, so I mean, like they they need they need to get get that together, you know. And and I think because all these guys ex- except you know Drummond and um, and uh, Mclemore who hasn't even played yet, um, all these guys have the experience of playing with AD and LeBron. So it's just going to be that cherry that that super cherry on top, you know. Um, because this isn't kind of like how, how the Clippers were two years ago, you know, how they were that, that team that everyone loved, you know, except for Lakers fans, of course. Um, because, because it was like, it was them versus the world of just like a whole bunch of mainly bench guys, you know? Mm. Well now, and then, then when they brought in PG and Kawhi, they were like, oh, they'll just gel perfectly. Well, that, that didn't happen because they didn't have the chemistry anymore. Well, well now and they had never played with one another so but now all all the lakers have played together except of course drummond and and ben who i mean honestly if ben ben could be like the most valuable 14 man on the roster on an nba roster at this point like yeah i know he might be right yeah so it's it's 
him not him playing or not playing is not that big of a deal. I mean, obviously we want it to be, but still, um, it's it's just you know everyone gelling together at the right time because games one through forty or one through fifty didn't mean anything other than making sure that the Lakers you know had a good enough seed seeding for for the playoffs. And now with LeBron and AD on the horizon, they're, LeBron was already starting to ramp up before he got hurt. You know, that's what he was saying. You know, I'm going to start ramping up like he does every year. And then now with him and AD back, it's just done, done. Like yeah, they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, they're they're probably gonna have a couple, you know, games where you're just like, dang man, they look rusty. But it's mm-hmm. it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. AD especially because it's been what two two and a half months since he's played. I mean, he got hurt. Been less, I'll look it up. It's been less time than what KD missed anyway. But you know that that's not a national narrative in the media. It is. Right? It you is. Know? It because is not. Hip, well, sorry, KD and Harden both with hamstring Harden. issues. Like hamstring issues are are not. Harden, injury is not good. Harden is a power yeah. dude. It's, I mean, he, he as a Chiefs fan with Sammy Watkins and that damn hamstring of his for the last several years, that's not that's not something that just goes away. You know, that's not an ankle roll. This is that's something that you know for your two biggest guys as well. You know, obviously, AD and his Achilles. That's a, a valid concern, but those those two, yeah. And that's the, the funny thing is that uh, Harden never gets hurt. Mm-hmm. No. I said that on the on the, the bus podcast, yeah, about how he just never starts. He never gets hurt, he's and now he's hurt, yeah. and then they rushed him back, and now he's out for even a longer time. Like, why are you doing? I was that? more worried about Kyrie than I was Harden. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I'm surprised. Like Kyrie's the only guy who stayed healthy the whole season, and that's yeah. he only like he only leaves when he has a. When he doesn't feel like a birthday party, uh, yeah, a birthday party, or like, you know, he's uh going to check whether he's he sat out for the he sat out for well, there's another I forget what it was exactly, but a, a Black Lives Matter thing, he sat a game out for pretty much. I know, I know Lowry did as well. I don't remember what exactly the 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 thing was, but I remember he sat out a game after something like that happened. I think he did, yeah. I think he missed a game to be part of a Black Lives Matter meeting or something like that. Yeah, something like I that. Think, yeah, and that's I know he definitely. And that's totally respectable. And, you know, like you know, like uh, yeah. stuff, like stuff like that's very like uh, respectable. And I totally, it's very commendable, and, and respectable and commendable. But when, when you miss, uh, when you miss games because you feel like it, and I can't respect that, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before they got hardened, remember he was gone for like two weeks doing nothing yeah. before they got hardened. He was like, there was a the whole thing like people thought he might retire. No, no, no. Remember there was that whole oh, issue. Kyrie, 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 oh, Kyrie, yeah, it's Kyrie. Kyrie. You know that? No, no, that was that yeah. time. Well, that was that time when it was his sister's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were literally yeah. the same. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, like <laughs> I hate the Nets, man. My God, do I hate them? Okay, but what is what does government mean to you? What does? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Let's transition over before I get in trouble, right? Like yeah. before the FCC ban my ban my podcast in America. <laughs> Shout out to Eminem for that line. Um, ben McLemore. Uh, you know, signed yesterday in the middle of the game. 
which I think was a very smart move by Polinka to not allow Rob to talk about it pre-game. I think he did that on purpose. I don't think Rob likes talking about the new players pre-game, right? I think we've seen that. He just wants to you focus on the game. Yeah, Frank. Frank, yeah, yeah. That's who I meant. Thanks, guys. Freudian slip. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about Ben McLemore. And I don't know if it's because we did that Flyer podcast a couple of weeks ago and he fits that perfectly. Yeah. Because he's what? He's still only twenty six years old as well. He's wild. He's still he's twenty eight. Is he twenty eight? Twenty eight. Yeah, like uh, he came from. The same, pretty great. Twenty eight. He, he came from the same uh, draft class as KCP. Uh, but yeah, like oh, he got picked. He was picked before, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a number like three. Oh, he was number seven. I think. Seven, seven. That's right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I don't really count his Kings years though because like that's where prospects go to die. Uh, yeah, he was a guy that that I I wanted. He had there was a year where he was good with the Kings, yeah. uh, and he was like a free a free agent yeah. the next year. And he's a guy that I wanted for a few years because he's. But I, I know he was a good shooter, and I, he, at the time he looked like he was a, an okay defender. He is pretty athletic, and he can run, which is a, a, another thing that he we can use him for. He's he's decently athletic, and he can run the floor really well. So outside of the shooting, he might be able to get in those fast breaks that Lakers love to run and maybe finish around the rim a little bit. Yeah. He, so there was a Zach Lowe article that came out yesterday. Sorry, Nas. Um, about Ben McLemore. And it mentions that in 2017, the year after, you know, he played well, um, where the Lakers wanted him, but he chose to go to Memphis because of David Fisdale. And that lasted, what, like 22 games before David Fisdale got fired. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then he fell out of the rotation completely. Um, Naz, what 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 are your takeaways on Ben McLemore? No, I, I really wanted him, man. Like, and that's the thing. Like, uh, that's another thing too that we uh, we 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 should give Plinka more credit for because like there's also a certain segment of the fan base and uh, some stands out there who are like, yeah, we should have you guys should have traded for Wayne Ellington. Okay, well, it would have cost a would have cost a draft pick, you know, or you could get Ben McLemore, who's younger, for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's wild. I I, I think it's insane. Like that we uh, that like we, we finally got. I, I've always liked him. I've liked him since he goes from Kansas. Like I think everybody here uh, likes that. Uh, whole, and the the fact that we got him for free, and we finally got a guy who's not afraid to shoot. Like with the, the that's part of our uh, that's kind of the bad thing that we have with the Lakers is that we have guys who who are, who are afraid to shoot. Who shoots, but it's hitter really like literally with him you know what i mean like his uh three-point percentage has got has dipped down granted he's played well pretty much most of the season but he's not the guy that you really want to be uh your your three-point threat right kcp has been shooting really well caruso has been shooting well overall in the season but very low uh uh volume from both of those guys right so yeah like uh ben mclemore is a shameless shooter and I like that dude. And he can make some. He can make them too. So, yeah, it's a it's a great uh, thing. And I think that not not only is he a guy that we picked up for uh, for uh, our playoff run, but he's also going to be a guy that we keep around too. Like we'll probably end up trading KCP in my opinion, and uh, have uh, Ben McLemore like uh, slide in. Like uh, Co- uh, Vogel will coach him up for sure. Definitely. And like I just want to add. add, add um follow on with this with you clay like you know like i mentioned earlier we did we did have that flyers podcast and whatnot um a a couple of weeks back 
And you know, I didn't I didn't think Ben McLemore stupidly went under that. But at the same time, it's a guy who we've seen with a superstar in James Harden be super productive, right? Um and I think under Frank Vogel, if anyone can turn him into like being just an average defender, it's Frank. Like that that's the biggest thing with Frank is he raises everyone's defensive ceiling exponentially. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I was trying to find the stats that were being talked about with with Ben and his and his shooting um, from from Tim uh, uh he said he, he was like I think he was at like a twenty six percentile uh, shooting or difficulty. So it pretty much he was a lot of his shots were were low grade shots. Yeah, uh, it was like Caruso was like third in that on like the best shots and the like KCP and all of them, and he was all the way down like seventy seventy four percent down compared to those. Guys. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the exact one, but I'm I'm just unfortunately not finding it quickly, but. I think I think the the biggest thing for him is 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 yes, he has played off of a superstar in James Harden, you know? So he he knows his role. This isn't a guy who's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to, you know, I I used to be this or I, you know, can do this, so I'm going to go out and try and do it. No, he knows, let me go in the corner and shoot. Um, I know he's missed a surprising amount of open threes, which is odd. Um, but I think really the biggest thing that is, that is right here in <laughs> the last two years, almost 30% last year and 23 and a half percent this year. And of course, take, take, you know, all of that with a grain of salt for this year, because of course, Houston is a disaster. Um, but almost 30% of his three point shots and 23 and a half percent this year, he's are in the corners. 46.6% last year and 48.7% this year. Stick him in the corner, man. Just have him go back and forth and and whatnot. Of, of course, is he going to have to take some threes, you know, elsewhere? Yeah, for sure. Because he's not, let me see, he's only shooting 33% this year. But last year on 6.4 attempts, 40%. The year before, 2.2 attempts, 41%. So he, he shows the ability. He, I mean career he's 36.3 percent and really the last two years is when he started to to jump up a lot more in it so you know he's going to be able to play off lebron he's going to go find that corner that space and because of lebron and ad's gravity that dude's going to be able to hit some wide open shots it's like houston Houston was not a good place this year, this year for him. So with it's not a with place for anyone, no, not for anyone. Yeah, like thank God I yeah, hate them. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> Houston over there uh, with their with their nonsense. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but um, with 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 oh my God. Uh, with the ability to play off that, know his role and hit corner sh- corner threes. Because what we wanted most from last year, for say like Danny Green. Now, obviously, Danny Green's a better defender than Ben, but just we wanted Danny Green to be able to hit a three. One, one. just one, <laughs> one, one. Game five, game That's five. It. That was it. That's all we wanted. And he, he didn't do it, and he he was so, yeah, He shit. was so like so spotty. Ben is a lot more consistent, in my opinion, the last two years at least, in being able to hit threes in the proper system. So as long as 
he's getting the space. I think he's going to nail him. Um, now, I'm happy that they got him, but also is this like a a move that puts him over the top? No, but it's also just another thing of just like, well, who, you know, the 14th man, as I said, the most valuable 14th man. I mean, the Lakers have, what, 12, 13 guys <laughs> that are legitimately in the rotation. So just mm-hmm. this is just another guy who can, you know, play decent minutes because what the last couple years he's played. You know, at least 16, 16 minutes this year, almost 17, 23 last year. So, I mean, he can get two runs and hit, you know, two, three threes. And I think everyone's happy with that. Yeah. yeah definitely. And I think that's a nice place to round off the conversation, right? You know, I think Ben McLemore, um, if nothing else, you know, his signing inspired the other guys to be able to shoot again, which, which is great. <laughs> It's going to be so interesting to see what Frank does with that rotation when everyone's back. Because, like Clayton said, there's legitimately 12, 13 guys, 12 guys who, yeah. you could argue, deserve minutes. Yeah, like I'd still play Dudley with his tall on MCL before Alfonso McKinney anyway. But that's a different <laughs> conversation for a different day. No disrespect to Alfonso, you know. Um, you seem like a nice dude. Uh, guys, I want to thank you all for coming on. Um <laughs> <laughs> throwing this podcast off the rails at the beginning and the end you're welcome oh man that's hilarious oh, clay where can the good people find oh, you man i you can find me at lakers 1949 um also with you know Nas and merge and i um you can find us at the under the bus podcast um like to have our fun and of course, we like to have you on and uh, let you let loose. I'm on that, like, yeah, that I know. Now. Let you let loose every once in a while and uh, get up. Yeah, you're a lot. You're a lot tighter. Yeah. This, he's this he's got that. Merge. He's got to be a professional, man. He's got to be a professional. I, yeah. Oh. Listen, I would bet close to this yes. one. He's he, not out. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He, I'm sorry. He heard, he heard the wrong, oh, the man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Howard Beck. <laughs> But our claim to fame, I guess, was when we had Pete on um, a couple years ago. Before. Oh, man. Yeah. You oh, know, man. the the his entertainment sources. So that was that was yeah. that was us. Yeah. I mean, he had said it on another podcast, but apparently it didn't take it off. And so it your- blew up on ours. So. Yeah, which is yeah. funny now because now he works for the Lakers. Yeah, now and, uh, he now it works for the Lakers, and now he has entertainment sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he does. Like they were like true. I mean, like people were mocking him, and it was everything was correct. Yeah, it was hilarious. Anyway, it's uh, like, like yeah. he may know something. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway. Clay, where can the good people find you on the Twitter sphere? Uh, oh, yeah, merge, yeah. merge, merge, merge. Oh, well, let well, me start that again. Let me start at that again. Pretend that didn't happen. It's almost <laughs> 1 a.m. here, guys. I'm not going to edit it out just because of the hilarity of it. You know, people can listen to my mishaps. Um, Merge, where can the people find you? Uh, I'm still Merge1998 on, on my second account. I'm never going to get my original account back, I guess. Free me. I thought I was supposed to be too. So I'm still waiting on that. So, uh, yeah, merge nineteen ninety eight. Like Clayton said, at the under the bus on Twitter. Um, yeah, thanks for having us on.
anytime and last but certainly not least, Nas, please don't get me sued with your last retort. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Mer- Merge is never going to get his account back. He's been looking ass pics like Raj all time. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell his girlfriend. <laughs> Ram is <laughs> anyway. Nah. You, you can find me on uh, opinions on- allegedly, allegedly on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on opinions on the NBA, or you can find me on my backup on uh, opinions NBA one because I had been suspended multiple times before, and it sucks. I'll tell you guys right now, it really does suck, it, man. You know? <laughs> I I know all about that now. I do. You shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't talk politics on my apparently uh, sports account because it just. Yeah. That, 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 that's why I got suspended because yeah. I was doing the same stuff as you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I got. I, I got suspended for saying pedophiles are, are horrible people. So, you know, shout out to Twitter for that. You know, wow. great, great job, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a right to. That's what you can probably oh, There's always like something up there. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, yeah, oh my God. Let's skip that. Let's skip that. Guys, <laughs> this, this has been too long in the making. Really enjoyed this talk. Really yes. glad to have you on. Hope it's gonna be a lot quicker this the next time around yes. than it was to get you on the first time. Yes. Um, if you are, if you are, if you do if you do not listen to the Under the Bus podcast, please make sure you do leave them a five star review wherever you find your podcast connections. Um, also, check out Blipped In, my MCU podcast, where one day we'll have Nas on, spouting <laughs> wild stuff about female leads in the MCU. Oh my God. No, um, he, he he's in a he's in a call uh, Capitaris. Oh my god! That's what he's gonna do. But immediately he's gonna go on there and call Capitaris. Oh <laughs> I I still need to watch. I, like, I, I gotta watch Disney uh, Plus stuff, man. Seriously, like uh, you haven't watched Disney Plus. I, I haven't yet. seen anything, man. Like uh, I haven't seen The Mandalorian. I haven't seen uh, WandaVision. What's I, I, Mandalorian? How? I I I can't yeah. blame Nas on that. I haven't either. It's when you when you but WandaVision for for me it's it's because I, I have a five year old and. She rules the TV. Unfortunately, I haven't seen I, I haven't seen anything from uh from uh, Disney Plus. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna binge watch. Uh, what else is coming out of on on uh, Loki? Loki. Yeah, Loki. Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At some point, I'm off in September. No, I gotta. Yeah. I, I, I have to like not miss Loki because Miss Marvel. Uh, nobody cares about that. That's a twin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> As a proud Muslim man, I'm very excited for Miss Marvel. Why? Because Kamala Khan's them. Muslim. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Like, no, I'm serious. I didn't know. I had no idea. Cool. Well, you should have realized when I said it anyway. Come on. I, I don't even know who Miss Marvel is. Like, seriously, to be honest, you just like Captain Marvel's. Like, have, you, have you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, partly, yes. So, do you know the whole Inhuman thing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I've heard about the Inhumans. Or was she's one of those. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. She wasn't in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she's an Inhuman. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, uh, no, no, I'm, I mean it. Like, I gotta watch, I gotta watch all of that, bro. This, like, uh, this I, I thing has to. definitely turned into one of our <laughs> endings. This is <laughs> Under the Buses taking over your podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he, he, he's gonna come on and 
and spout wild shit about Elizabeth Olsen. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, I, that's what's gonna end up happening. Wait, wait, wait. Start. That's what I was referring to. Start. Are you kidding? Continue. He's gonna he's gonna continue spewing about Elizabeth Olsen. Like, just as a disclaimer, because I want to get Elizabeth Olsen onto my podcast. Elizabeth, I do not, uh, you know, condone anything that Nas says on the timeline. I still want you as a guest on my podcast. Well, you should have her as a guest on the podcast. It'd be great, you know. <laughs> yeah, but 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 if you keep continue spouting stuff about, her and then she checks my timeline and she sees us associated. <laughs> Nas is the worst. It's all I'm gonna say, Nas. Nas, oh Nas is the worst, but I have to follow him. Yeah. But, yeah. but in all seriousness, guys, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a blast. Um, just for just for just for your guys' sake. The same thing happened with Ricky and Quam last time on the episode. The, the outro lasted like 20 minutes because we just started talking about everything. <laughs> it was great. It's fantastic. Make sure you rate and review all the podcasts mentioned, Late Night Late Show included, because, you know, we all love Ricky. Um, stay safe, guys. Please get vaccinated. Wear your masks. Don't be an idiot like you're in Arizona or Texas. And take okay. care. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace.